This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. Welcome to this episode of Property Jam, a very special Valentine's episode of Property Jam, where we talk about everything on the human side of property. And today, love is in the air. Love is It is the fourteenth of February, and um, yeah, what what are you doing for uh, a Valentine's Day, guys? Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> Well, let's let's maybe let's start with Niall, who's uh, potentially more predictable. Is it Valentine's Day something that you guys uh, celebrate? No. <laughs> <laughs> Quite simply, no. Um, In a word, no. <laughs> I prefer, or we prefer, to 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 have little spontaneous um, days like Valentine's Day throughout the year, rather than just having it having a Valentine's Day in February. And in in Colombia, um, they have a Valentine's month, which is in September. Uh, And they basically how it works is if you if you have if you admire someone, um, Mm. then you give that person a little gift every day. And it can be anything as small as like a a sweet or a bar of chocolate or flowers or whatever um, as, as a little gift throughout the month, not just on one day. So I prefer we prefer to have a. Uh, more of a an annual or a year-long Valentine's Day, not just one day. So Plus, nice. it's two days before my birthday, so it's a bit too close for that. Well, yes, that's that's, that's always the case. Yes. Yeah, big birthday this year as well for you, Mister. <laughs> yeah, big, big big birthday, the big 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 birthday for a little man. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. This little lady went through it last year. I survived. It was fine. <laughs> You're still here, looking fab. <laughs> well yeah on that note looking fab I don't know what I'm doing Valentine's Day obviously we're recording this sort of just ahead of it so who knows I mean maybe by the time this actually comes around I'll, I'll have a really exciting date I went on a date this week which was quite fun I've got another date um sort of slightly later on with the same person so yeah I'll let you know I'll let you know do you think it's a bit um it's always tricky if you're on like your first or second date and then valentine's comes up or their birthday comes up you're like what the <laughs> hell am i supposed to do you know oh, the answer is easy nothing yeah like, you don't know that person so like yeah, i think yeah. all of us just need to de-stress it's like if that person is not established in your life yeah. you know don't don't kill yourself but if you decide to do something sort of like a little token like chocolates or a gesture then that's just really sweet Um, But I think the expectation should not be there. Like Christmas, same thing. Like if you meet someone just before Christmas and you start buying them presents, it's really intense, right? Mm -hmm. What do you think? I'd say so. Yeah. I think think you need, I I think you probably need to uh, mark it with something. Yeah. But if you just ignore it, then I think it would go against you. Yeah. uh, Mark it with something very small, as you say, bar of chocolate, say. I think it has to be acknowledged. Yeah, it has to be acknowledged. Yeah. Acknowledged, yes. Yeah, Yeah. because to buy a to buy a gift for someone is quite a it's quite a big thing. And you don't you have to you want to buy them something that they actually are going to want or use or need, rather than just buying them something for the hell of buying them something. It's a bit of a waste of time, right? 
it's quite in yeah but, oh, yeah and also on both sides it's like that pressure to buy something but then there's also that if they do buy you something that that pressure to kind of like oh what does that mean does that mean you're really keen and you know maybe you're not at that stage yet so yeah an acknowledgement so yeah last year was my 40th so I, and I was sort of casually seeing somebody at the time and I just remember them sort of coming around with chocolates and thinking oh that's safe because anything because it's a big birthday as well so they could have gone completely over the top if they'd wanted to but chocolates and a bottle of wine was fine and but they acknowledged it so it was nice but it wasn't too much you know yeah okay yeah. cool so um you, you're gunning for more wine and more chocolates on monday then always so what about you matt um i couldn't possibly say because someone might be in earshots oh it's not, to, to, to be fair it's not something that we we majorly um celebrates partly because it's Niall's birthday that week um, <laughs> that's what I always say sorry babe I can't go on a date with you it's Niall's yeah. birthday this week well it's all about me what can I say <laughs> yeah it is um, yeah and and also um I, I think it, it'd probably be something whereby you um do something different um after the, after the kid goes to bed um it's, maybe it's the kid yeah so um maybe maybe you can have a nice uh, nice dinner uh play a board game or something like that instead of watching telly and actually talk to each other yeah <laughs> so, but basically the, the 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 date night that we what? keep aspiring to have so you, you talk to each other what wow <laughs> what kind of relationship do you have <laughs> the human side of marriage <laughs> human side of marriage i know um but shall we talk about property? Because um, oh God, yeah. like a first time listening to property jams go, hang on a minute, what have I got myself into here? <laughs> um, so, so yeah, we're going to be talking uh, with, with that Valentine's theme in mind. Uh, property, are you in love with it or you know, do you love it? Uh, Joe, do your accent. <laughs> what did I say? Property, do you love it? There we go. <laughs> you love it. So, so yeah, I suppose the, the question is always, you know, being like property investing has its trials and tribulations it's ups and downs and some people absolutely love it some people love the roller coaster of investing other people find it very very stressful and they just keep going because they know that, that yeah there's yeah there's gold a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow and, and a leprechaun called nile uh, so <laughs> i don't know where that came from honestly is this like pick on nile day or something <laughs> oh dear don't don't worry you've got you've got a, a whole week of it so i suppose yeah the the first point is do you love property and if someone's to ask me that question i would say it really depends on what day of the week is 100 (laughs) percent completely agree yeah okay done and that was good (laughs) for me (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's no different to anything else in your life is it you're you're not going to love everything 100% of the time you're going to have good days and bad days and hated days and love it days right whether that is your significant other or your job or your career you know what's a really good way of framing it like based on that what you just said Niall is ask yourself the question what would life be like it what would life be like without it I think is is a good measure of how much you <laughs> you love it um which <clears throat> because so much yeah, bye <laughs> because so much of our lives revolve around property not necessarily just the investing side but the training side 
the networking side, you know, so much of it. The, the I guess the yeah, it's become so entrenched in our routine. We've got a podcast around it, for example. Like if I didn't have property, I wouldn't have property jam. If I didn't have property, I wouldn't have a I wasn't in property, I wouldn't have a portfolio, I wouldn't teach it. So it makes up a huge amount of who I am and what I do. But am I in love with it? Tangibly, uh, bricks and mortar, no. But what it comes with it, yes. Yeah, I see where you're coming from because I, 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 I get what you mean. I think, well, at least I think I get what you mean. For me, it's more about um, you're, we're entrepreneurs. We're, we're, we're business owners. We're building a brand. We're, we're building a lifestyle. And it just so happens to be within the property realm. It could be any industry, um, but you would still have the same stresses and worries and uh, uh, issues to deal with in any business that you're growing. Um, it just so happens we're in the property world. So do I love property as such? I love being self-employed. I love what we do. I love what we can do with changing the rental market and improving the way people live. That side of property I love, which is the people side of property, which is why we have this podcast to talk about the human side of it. Um, yeah. But the bricks and mortar, um, I can't say I love bricks and mortar. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's bricks and mortar at the end of the day. It's people and what you can do with it for me. I just, just something's popped into my head. I, when I was younger, my grandma... I think well, my grandparents were having an extension and a conservatory built at their house. And I was found it fascinating. And I must have been, what, 10, 11, uh, kind of watching them work and watching them build this extension. Um, and my, my grandma would actually set me up in the back garden with a deck chair with a tray of like sandwiches and lemonade and, you know, just, and it was in the summer. And literally, I sat there and I watched these. It sounds a bit weird now saying it out loud. Um, sat and I watched these builders. And these builders were, were uh, you know, builders. They're, they're very jokey and uh, yeah, generally quite good with kids. And they kind of were just like um, kind of messing around, which is which was which is cool. Um, so, and I love the smell of bricks and mortar. Love the smell of uh, you know freshly cut wood. Um, you, you know that smell that you go in. Um, of a building site when you're in first fix essentially um and so i think i think i love transformation i love change i love mm -hmm. seeing things grow so i think the, the bit that i find frustrating is is getting to that point <laughs> um, but when when you're there it's amazing to see see these um, generally these highly skilled people doing what they do and and making things look, look amazing, move, you know, moving things around and uh, quite often, yeah, sometimes you get people who are not highly skilled, but um, <laughs> who <fuck it> up. <laughs> but, um, uh, but but yeah, generally just walking around and seeing seeing things um, change, I think is is amazing, and I do love that the kind of transformative nature of of property investing, um, and also the the, the kind of the the desktop bits of it so looking at floor plans uh, this is why i really love what we do with our with our mastermind and training programs is that we can literally spend 
<laughs> I spend most of my time looking at floor plans um, and seeing how we can get more out of out of properties and, and you know, create make creative solutions to um, you know, these properties. So um, kind of, I love that. Um, and Niall actually saw me get very excited um, when we were in a different room to usual at um, the offices we use. And they've got a TV that you can draw on. <laughs> that's just yeah, asking so, for trouble. A, a smart TV. So I literally, I was like, I went to town. I was drawing on floor plans all day. Um, it, was, it was great fun. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Honestly, so just keep him entertained for hours. Just give him a pen and a smart screen, and that way he goes. <laughs> yeah, a pen, a smart screen in front of a, in front of a room of property investors. Um, uh, <laughs> all of who've got great ideas that throw them throw them forward you know we try something and then uh, anyway so um uh, yes yeah, so, um long story short i do love a lot of aspects of property um but i i think i find dealing with certain people very difficult mm. um but you have to you have to just get on and do it um but then on the whole most people are great and um, yeah, you know, find you know, being able to create these spaces for 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 the, the tenants and the housemates uh, is amazing. And one one thing that I think I'm learning, and as we now managing properties, is seeing you know, seeing what frustrates tenants, what um, they're really happy about, how some of them are like really appreciative of everything you do, others are complete, you know, you're just like demanding. And it is it's trying to find that that balance um, of um, being able to provide a, you know, a service which meets both. Yeah, you know, trust him well. The demanding person and the person that's you know that's very very grateful. Um, even you know if even if you're not able to get someone in quickly, they're so grateful when you can, you know, change a light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I do where I was going with all of that, but yeah, I, I it's it's a love hate relationship, and depends on what's going on at any particular time. Um, I think the excitement of doing a deal is uh, I absolutely love that. And you know, when we get an offer accepted, it was like, yes, we've managed to pull this together. Uh, completion day, absolutely exciting. Um, I, I liken it to getting booked to play at um, like a major festival. So I played at, um, for example, like Tea in the Park. This time I'm still going up in Scotland. I played at Tea in the Park with my band back in my 20s. And, uh, you know, the phone call to say we've just been booked for Tea in the Park. It was just like euphoria. And it was just an amazing kind of lead up and, and, and the gig was amazing. So I suppose it's similar. An offer agreed on a property, kind of like, yes, euphoria. We finally got something over the line. And we're able to move forward on this. Something works. And then, um, yeah, obviously the completion. And from then on and, and just doing the project is seeing that transformation. Hmm. Yeah, I, it's the love-hate thing I really took from what you said there. Because it's we've talked about this before. There's certain parts of the property life cycle the project life cycle that you naturally enjoy more because it probably plays to your interest or your skill set more and then there's all the other bits that come with it and then even on the bits that you do enjoy there's the bad days and the challenges and all of that stuff but again it, I think it comes back to it if because love is such a strong word isn't it do you actually love it <laughs> um and it's like, yeah, the answer is always, it depends. Because a bit like you, like, I I love it when I'm on site and, 
you know, a refurb is live and it's happening and you, that transformation is in progress. And, and you're you've made that happen. There. And you've made that happen. You've made that happen. And, you know, they're bringing a group of people together to produce something that's amazing for somebody to live in. So, yeah, there's love. I have love for that. But I think there's, like you say, there's a lot of, a lot of hate as well. But I keep coming back to it. What would life be without it? Yeah. What's the alternative? Because I think the alternative for for most people would be in a in, in a nine to five job in a, in the corporate world, mm. um, which none of us suit. So yeah. although property or being in business is difficult and stressful, and we have a love hate relationship with it, I think the benefits outweigh the negatives. You, quick question: Do either of you ever have a split second moment where you're just like, "I just wish I had a normal day job." And then immediately snap back out of it and go, hell no. (laughs) Yeah, I had that thought recently, actually. And it was, um, there's a guy that um, I'm sort of, um, you know, I'm in discussion with for potential uh, investment later on down the line. To know Um, where you were going to go with that, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Is this your your Valentine's Day? (laughs) We're in discussions at the minute. We haven't quite decided. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. Um, but yeah, we were talking and um, it, it put it this way, it's in a very senior uh, role um, in, in, a, in, a, in a job. Um, it's actually um, a Fortune 500 company um, and he's like a CFO effectively. And um, Fortune 500 as in um, the stuff that you mean, FTSE? Oh, I don't know. Fortune, I think it's um, it's a big international um yeah. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking. Of yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that they're a huge property. They're like a real estate firm. They've got they've got sort of an empire up in Scotland and right across the the planet, from what I understand. And oh, he's Donald Trump. Trump. He's Donald Trump. Yes, he's Donald Trump. And uh, we were at Trump Towers just having a chat about potential investment and. Yeah, no, so the, oh, we were talking and when I was thinking... I'm 10 grand for it. Can you imagine? Just be like, have you, do you want to stick 20 grand in my little deal? <laughs> no, but there was... Return. Sorry. I was floating some... I was floating a deal that I've got past him, so I need, I, you know, about 100 grand I needed. And I had another deal um, that I, you know, by way of introduction. And, um, yeah... I, I just remember thinking because he just is, is in a very comfortable financial position and you know doesn't really does work hard <laughs> don't get me wrong but the money and the consistency of that of that money and what it's allowed the, the lifestyle that it's allowed him to have I was like oh god wow that's brilliant you know that's that's so lovely but then <laughs> I a, a rude awakening when um he and I were talking and he was just talking about the stress that he's under, you know, um, to kind of be somewhere to at a certain time, weekends, you know, like, and you think, oh, okay, yeah, there is always that trade-off and it's your freedom. Every single time it's your freedom. <laughs> it's time and money. And yeah, his time, he's always busy. He's always traveling around for his, his quite high profile job. And so, yes, he's got the money, but does he necessarily have the time to enjoy it? But aren't we very busy, like as in as being property owners? Not we're in control of our time. So whereas him, like we would, we were on a a lunch together, and then somebody phoned him right in the middle of lunch, and he needed to, you know, like go. So 
I didn't have that problem. So, you know, because it's yeah. my time, I choose to spend how we are, we are, we are the boss. Yeah. It's like if, if we miss something, it's our, but that's the thing. If we choose to miss something, then it's potentially our own problem later down the line that we've got to solve. Whereas yeah. if, he, 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 he's got probably a lot more riding on it. Um, he's got a boss. And he's got but a think, boss. Yeah, because yeah. even at, at the beginning of the podcast, oh, I can't remember if you said it on the podcast or just before we started the podcast, Matt, you, you, were, you spent the morning with your daughter. Um, I did. Whereas if you were working in a nine-to-five job, you wouldn't be able to just take the morning off and spend it with your daughter when you want to. You would have to ask permission or take a holiday day or call in sick or something. Yeah, exactly. You know, we, we went down the, um, the, 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 the world's, I think, steepest um uh what do you call it in indoor slide it was yeah for, oh. for a two for like almost two-year-old it was, it was just like <laughs> everest going down everest but you'd be i didn't, just didn't know it was coming i was like oh this is very tame and then i got stuck halfway down this tube um in the dark can't see a thing and then and all of a sudden you kind of shimmy your bottom and and you get moving you just like uh <laughs> just disappeared down this slide oh my god and i was i was <coughs> i was chasing her um not chasing her but i was following her around the, the, the top floor of this it's essentially this jungle gym type thing um soft play i said what we call it um and i was like on my hands and knees crawling through something and i just saw her get up and run towards <laughs> this slide i was just like hell no you're going you're not going down that by yourself <laughs> he almost, he almost missed it i grabbed him by her foot and i was like nope here we go oh my, oh my like, go. <laughs> don't be a spoil sport yeah. the beauties anyway. of self-employment you can rescue your daughter from near death like <laughs> and also put them in harm's way and put them <laughs> in harm's way <laughs> you're right and today like with this guy that i've gone on a date with like he was sort of chatting back and forth he's a policeman and he, and he's he sort of said sometimes he feels like he's the caged one like because he's at his office you know he's stuck he's a detective sergeant so he's got like people that are just sort of pointing looking at case files and all the rest of it and you know I was sending pictures of like yesterday I had lunch with a friend from university she met me on her lunch break but was watching the clock the whole time because she had to get back and she couldn't relax because she was constantly checking to see if emails were coming in that meant she had to go um I didn't have any of that and then today I've had a very relaxed yeah, you know, you emails. yeah sorry about that <laughs> poor, poor Matt like I've apparently received three emails asking me to do something on Monday and I ignored all of them so apologies but yeah you get my vibe like you just like today's been very cruisy I went for a nice walk this morning and you know we did podcasting today I just I need that I couldn't have a life where I'm just back in that office job constrained going up the pay scale ladder so that's what I love. I love the freedom that property and the opportunity that property gives. But property itself, it's a, it's a Would lovely... You go and give it a big hug and a kiss. I do. Well, you've told me this before. I, I do hug my houses. You. I do hug them. I do touch them. You know, I do talk to the walls and just say, you know, hello house and stuff. And when I sell, when I sold my flat recently, I went around and touched all the walls yeah. and said goodbye. So I do. <laughs> yeah but um yeah I don't know it's uh it's love hate I do I do know yeah yeah I couldn't imagine life without it and what it what it does no I, I couldn't imagine life without it either and I, like um 
Matt said, uh, I do have that occasional split second thing, but you know what, I'd be much better off just getting a <laughs> normal job. And then, but then I think about it, I'm like, nah, actually, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I've had tons of those normal jobs and not one of them ever worked out. Yeah. But also, you see, the um, like, you just speak to some of our investors. Our investors are, you know, as you, as, you know, you, you got the guy there with, with the money and the stress. Um, you just need to go and chat to some of those who, who wish they were in our shoes. Yeah. And say, I wish I was doing what you're doing because you've got the freedom and you're working on property full time and it's, you know, it, it, it's good. It's doing all this for you. Um, um, which was ideal. And actually, obviously, by helping them invest in property, we can help them get close to that, um, which is which is a positive. In fact, I had a conversation with um, an investor. Have I talked about this on the podcast yet? I don't think I have. Um, a conversation with, with um, an old one of our very first investors, actually, from like six years ago, um, who's been investing with us all that time, um, and uh, yeah, wanted to have a chat about um, you know, renewing and uh, maybe investing a bit more to help the, the business grow um, and um, he just wants to retire um, he's done a couple of property projects himself um, and they've not gone particularly well and he's just like I can't be bothered with this anymore I, I, I like, don't have any kids um, there's you know I want to leave property to all I want all we want to be able to do is just um, retire and make sure that we've got pretty much guaranteed income uh, and uh, you know for, for the next time 20 30 years and um but because he's got this mindset of oh there's not enough money um there's you know i've got yeah it's all, it's all going to run out he's been screwing it away for years and um kind of i was expecting to have a conversation where, where you're saying yeah we've got yeah an extra 20 grand we'd like to invest it's like no it was like well over six figures um in, in fact um net assets are well over seven and we're just like okay well um <laughs> <laughs> just where you are now if you um, not that you not that you would invest at all with us but if you invested at all with us um you would you know this would be the um uh, yeah this would be the income that you you would generate from just investing at this at this interest rate into our portfolio um and um you would do you would be able to live the life that you want with the with the yeah the relatively small salary that they were or income that they were looking for yeah um so it was it was an amazing conversation and just again to see that you know people go oh, how do you how do you get started in property how do you find you know, investors how do you find you know, people willing to you know, trust you believe in you and um and you know they're out there you know they are and, and again, i was surprised myself sometimes with the conversation you never know whether someone's got you know three grand like someone tried to invest yesterday oh <laughs> uh, <Aww>. cute <laughs> it's still money at the end of the day and it would have been that money probably means a lot to them so yeah um and uh yeah and i think they, they decided it probably wasn't worthwhile investing from from their perspective um so they can go and go and do something else with it um or you know or half a million where someone's got say just money um invested and so right okay half a million over five years we can do a lot with that and you can earn a lot out of it yeah. so it's like it it, it, it worked really really well um and uh, the, the key thing about this particular person was that they're looking at their retirement plan. So essentially they're investing for, yeah, we were talking about a five-year plan leading up to his retirement and then really receiving income after that. So yeah, I'm not entirely sure that we're that, you know, you know, having money invested in the business, I'm not sure that they actually ever want it back. I mean... <laughs> so it, it's, 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 it's capital that we can recycle through properties. 
It's great. It's the dream, isn't um, it? And, and, and just continue yeah. to continue to grow um, and you know create more security um, for, for, for their investment as we add more properties to the portfolio and create more income uh, uh, you know, for them. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, at the moment, it, it'd be a large investment and it will obviously um, get smaller in, in real terms over, over the years. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, I drifted off in the last bit, but I'm, yes, absolutely. But what? Yeah. what? <laughs> I, can't just say that I think the point was about. Um, uh, um, love. What? Love. love. Where's the love in that? Like, where's, what? Where's, where's the love? It's 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 the, the yeah the being able to help people and, and yeah um, you know ha- yeah that was just an amazing day having that conversation and we went for lunch and and just kind of being able to help somebody and find a solution which really solves that really helps them and solves their problems um but also dramatically helps us with you know with, with where we're going you know um and yeah they it was like thank you so much anyway. um, so here's a question then because it links to what you're saying do you think it's possible to love property the longer you're in it oh i don't know hmm we've been in for quite a while now Hmm. and i think i guess perhaps because we're constantly growing and evolving like we haven't stopped doing or just settled with what we have maybe Hmm. if we were to settle with what we've got and just live on that then i guess there would be less stress there would be less Hmm. less to hate less to hate (laughs) but then i think i would hate the normalcy of not having anything to do and not having any stresses because we thrive on the stress we work mm. best on stress um oh, even though oh, i would like to i would like stress, to reduce... stress is the wrong word i think i think uh, bet, under Easy. pressure under um, pressure yeah being under pressure because you get a lot more done and um you find you have to find solutions to you know when you're under pressure yeah mm. yeah and i think i would like to i would like to cut it back a wee bit at some point over the next few years so that I'm not working this hard um, all the time, but I think we're working towards that anyway by growing the team and everything around us so that there will be less day-to-day stuff for us to do and it'll be more networking and time on the golf course and things like that that we should be doing working on the business, not in it. Nothing on a golf course. This is a new thing? On the, the 19th hole. Oh, okay. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> yaha, yaha. No, I think I think you make a really interesting point. I think I do. Thank you. You always do, but it's a bit like retirement. You know, if you think about retirement. Retirement is the payoff for all those years of hard work, right? And that's the job model where you've invested blood, sweat, and tears to get a whole bunch of money that you know you're going to enjoy. Um, and property is kind of like that because you it's an evolving love. I think it goes through um, a process. So I went through a period of really loathing property. I was finding it really stressful personally and professionally, then had to take a step back because, you know, my personal circumstances changed and it meant I couldn't invest. So then at that time with COVID as well, and I think I fell back in love with property then because I was able to enjoy the retirement element of it, i.e. the security and the stuff, the byproduct of it, because I'd sort of taken it to that point where I had a bit of a safety net and it made me feel grateful and enamored with it. 
even though I wasn't actively investing. So there was a real level of gratitude and, you know, love that I felt for my portfolio then. Um, and now that I'm investing again, the feelings changed, you know, it's like, oh, you know, it's become like an old acquaintance, but it's nice to be like, oh, here we go again. I remember this, you know, like, yeah. And it's a different kind of love. It's like a, almost a nostalgia that I'm experiencing at the moment. And also like, a, oh yeah, shit, I forgot to do that. I forgot that was part of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like we're, yeah, so, exactly, exactly getting the insurance on the property. Things like that. I'm not joking. Yeah. And also the, 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 you know, the silly things around conveyancing that you forget you have to go through and like, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's like, yeah, it's like going, it's like going on a date with an ex. That's what it feels like you know you're kind of like falling in love all over again you know I, it's been so such a long time but not really I mean it's only been a couple of years but it feels longer mm. um so yeah I think there's mixed love <laughs> depending on where you find yourself in the process yeah yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so I think, if I think about my old property like the old properties now, yeah, but the ones we've had for a long period of time you kind of get numb to them you kind of just expect them to do <laughs> they're, just, they're, they're just there they do their just thing kind of take over so I think you, know, you, you talked about being grateful and gratitude you have to practice that so mm-hmm. you know you have to because uh, you'll have that moment where you're just like oh, yeah that money just came in that, yeah oh, oh didn't have to do money. but and also it's when, when it doesn't so when a tenant moves out and you've got like a month where you don't have or six weeks we don't have a tenant in there or whatever so we've had one where we've had to um, renovate the property um, in between tenancies and it's been it was over christmas so the guy moved out and then we've had uh you know five weeks with no tenant in just like huh i missed that rent yeah <laughs> and like where, where'd it go you um, take it for granted we do but we are attempting to get 100 pounds more per month in rent so I'm, I'm aiming to make it up within about four or five months so anyway. you will that's the thing and, and I think again there's gratitude attached to that it's like you know how to recover that cost and it's just that delayed gratification and all of that and I think I think the love the love that comes from the longer term is I think we talked about this before in a previous episode where you just kind of feel like this is a comfortable pair of shoes that you've kind of you understand how it works over a because you've got a longer frame of reference so there's a love for the process which I certainly didn't have at the start I was terrified most of the time you know <laughs> I was just scared because it all felt new so yeah in answer to the question Property, do you love it? If you were to weigh it up yes. in balance of like yes or no, I think the answer is, Joe, you said yes, Niall? Yeah, I would say yes. I think, well, love's a very strong word, but yes. <laughs> commit, man, you, commit. You, okay, you, yes, God damn it, yes. Do you like it a lot? Do you like it a lot? You love I it? Like, <laughs> you love it? Like it a lot, like it a lot. I, I, I think we have to say we love it, because otherwise, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Yeah. I've got a whole fucking podcast. <laughs> but I think yeah. this is really honest because I think this really is the human side of property. I think there is a pressure when you start that you feel like you have to love this, but you don't, I don't think. I think you can be in it, work hard to get it to a place where you love what it's created but you don't have to love property to be in it but I think 
what we've all learned is that there is a certain element of freedom that comes with this industry that creates a lot of love um, and opportunity. So, yeah, it's yeah, it's like a byproduct, it's like a love byproduct of an industry. So, yeah, I think on balance, we're all saying yes. Okay. Would you like to add anything else? Or shall we wrap it up for today? I don't know. I think I'm all wrap up. up. I'm I think up. You, we can wrap the property up in a love bubble. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna suggest like, um, like yeah, ribbons and, and red hearts. And, yeah, definitely. So, with that in mind, <laughs> well, as as we're all loved, as we're all property loved up, it's a goodbye from me. Oh, it's a heartfelt loved up goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. <laughs>